0: The world is going to end, but when? This cult claims to know and trains its members in hand-to-hand combat to prepare. It doesn't sound so harmful until you look deeper. Indentured servitude, homophobia, and a future without stomachs. This week's topic is The Congregation for the Light. A bump in the night. your heart fills with dread If you had to ask me where my future, my past life was, I would say I would never say the Lost City of (laughs) Atlantis. Where would you say? You know, I think. Well, I definitely think I was like a mud person in the Shakespearean (laughs) times. You know, like when you what watch... what is a mud person like a like an urchin? Oh, <laughs> like you know okay. when you watch the like where there's noble people walking and a dirty person and they're like shoving, yeah, like, like a like, peasant, like a like yeah they're shoving like uh, rotten apples in their apron. Like bring out your dead, that's me, 100%. <laughs> me. sir.
1: Oh gosh, I don't know what mine would be. I feel like maybe like in the '60s, like. Uh, like a groupie for the dead or something. That'd <laughs> like, be pretty cool. Something that involved free spirit and just like a life of um, reckless abandonment. Like, are
0: like thinking like almost famous style. Yeah.
1: Oh man, such a good movie. Yeah, I would love to be. Well, I I'd say I'd love to be Kate Hudson in that, but she gets her heart broken so much, and Poor then. Thing. Doesn't go well for her at the end.
0: Spoiler alert. Uh,
1: <laughs> but also, um, I can't remember the kid's name. But isn't... The, that's supposed to be Judd Apatow, right? Like, that's his... No, no, no. Cameron Crow. Cameron Crow. That's right. Yeah. God, what a fucking life at 15 years old. And you're just traveling around with Rolling Stone. That's the 1970s. We're like, yeah, kid, get the bus. Yeah. So, that's what I love about... The, I feel like back then, like, anything was possible. Like... christy's hot take on
0: the 70s back then (laughs) anything was possible i
1: also have a hot take on the like 20s through 40s those trash (laughs) yes but also and even the 50s really anyone could be a movie star (laughs) It took. You're a star, kid. It took very little. It was like if you wanted to be a movie star, you just, you, all you had to do is let Alfred Hitchcock honk your tits. <laughs> and move out to L.A. Basically, just show up on a on a lot or a set out there, and this they'd be like, here. "You're in the movies." Yeah, you didn't have to like really work that hard at stuff. You just had to be attractive.
0: Yeah. Well, Janet Lee was a really good actress, though. So let's give her credit. Who? Janet Lee. Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh who? yeah, yeah, yeah. She was good. She's in Psycho.
1: Oh, such a good movie.
0: Oh man. Well. uh... I think that uh, it's kind of a good cop-out to just blame your past lives on things, right? Yeah. like, oh, God, you know, I can't help it. I was a gypsy in a past life, or I can't help it. I was a, you know.
1: I was a slug in the past life. I was a dirt person. That's why I'm dirty. (laughs) But Um, according to this cult. Yes. The Congregation for the Light, you can blame stuff on your past life, but you're having to constantly atone for your past sins in your current life, and that part of it sucks. That's bullshit right there. Yeah.
0: It's like I always say, if you're going to accuse me of, like, stealing or cheating, I at least want to have, like, stolen or gotten the benefit of cheating and not, I don't want to just be falsely right. accused. Yeah. So it's like, we're going to beat you for if something you did. Okay, well, I guess. Well, something you did 10,000 years ago. All right. There's
1: <laughs> yeah. a statute of limitations. Exactly.
0: I shouldn't have to get my ass whooped because of something. Statute of, of limitations
1: something. is a good way. A very lawyery way to put this. <laughs> but, all right. What are we talking about today? We're talking this, about this some bullshit. congregation for the light. I'm Christy. I'm Heather. You might be asking yourself, what is Congregation for the Light? Well, listener, it's a modern-day cult. A lot of the cults we talk about and we're fascinated with, I think, Heather, are like, they're not around anymore.
0: Yeah, like, Speaking don't
1: Speaking of them. the 70s, they were very – that's another thing. Cults were a plenty in the 70s. It was like everyone was in a cult. It was a cool thing to do. Yeah, and it was – because it was that whole, like, free love bullshit. And- <laughs> that's another <laughs> – Hot take by me. Free
0: love bullshit. Free love bullshit.
1: And, like, everyone was just on drugs and having sex with each other, which is basically half of what a cult is. Here's
0: my hot take. The 1960s were, like, really tumultuous, right? Like, we saw the president was assassinated. We're in this, like, war. Shout out to Dallas. Yeah. Killing presidents (laughs) since 1963. Um (laughs) <laughs> the we had the Vietnam War, which, you know, that was a hotly contested issue of, like, whether we should be there. Yeah. Or, and a lot of people were losing their lives. So we think it led to this kind of, like, jaded, like, what even is the point? Why are we doing all this? You know, what's the point of even living? And yeah. you have these, like, dudes that are like, well, here's a pile of drugs and I'll give you an answer. <laughs> right? People are like, oh, cool, okay. Yeah. So it's like, I think it was, like, these cult leaders were taking advantage of, like, this like really despondent youth of people that were like, well, fuck, man, my friends all got killed in Vietnam, or I saw a bunch of people killed in Vietnam. Like, what do I like? What do I do with my life? Yeah. And they, the congregation of the light started around
1: this time. Yes. So, congregation for the light, or simply the light. We have to say the light because I keep getting my articles. We're gonna call it the light. I keep saying of instead of for. Yes, congregation of the light. That it sounds like. That's that what it should be. Correct. That's I'm saying it right and their actual name
0: is Congregation <laughs> for the
1: Light. So yes. They're
0: stupid. Yeah.
1: So, I guess they call it that because the light is like a a being to them. So, for the light would be like if it was like Congregation for God or and not Congregation of God, but mm-hmm. Uh so, we'll call it the Light from here on out cuz that's just easier. And uh, who knows, we might be members by the end of this for doing that. That's the risk of every episode. (laughs) That's true. So Congregation for the Light, the Light as it's known to its members, began, like we were saying, in the 1960s under the leadership of a man named Morris Cates. When Cates died, a man named Joseph Ditton became the leader until his death in 2001.
0: And in 2001, that's when old Tom Bear came through. Tom Bear, 73
1: years young. I will say, this guy owns a furniture superstore mm-hmm. in New Jersey. and if It's you're like in, the dump of New Jersey. Well, all of New Jersey, I think, is a the, dump. <laughs> <laughs> but if the, the furniture store was the dump, oh, there'd be a lot of confusion if New Jersey also has the furniture store the dump. Because they'd be like, are you the, going to the dump? All right, I'll see you out, see you out there. <laughs> did
0: you just did you just mean New Jersey? <laughs> uh,
1: well, he's he and
0: he's in this cult, and he's like, man, if you're the leader, you can make people do anything you want. Yeah, I think I'd like to be the leader. He married you know into the like, cult. You know what the path to enlightenment is? Working at a furniture, <laughs> furniture. <laughs> store for no pay. So part of your stuff
1: is being in the cult. You got to work
0: at this furniture store and not get paid.
1: He kind of was a a genius. You know. He was getting to be the leader of a cult and everyone's boss. And and, free work. Yeah. And and didn't have to pay anybody. No. Yeah. Yeah. So he's the current leader. He's 73. He married into the light in the 1960s. So Mm -hmm. his wife is in this as well as his two sons are currently in this as well. Until recently, members met weekly on a Thursday. (laughs) The Thursday meeting (laughs) musty TV Thursday. Yeah, at a brownstone in Manhattan's Murray Hill. In December of twenty seventeen, they sold this property for just under eight million dollars, and now the headquarters has since moved to Harrison in Westchester County. There are approximately two hundred members in the New York area. And then they also have congregations in DC and Atlanta, but no one's really sure what the membership numbers are there. They're expanding. <laughs> they're expanding, but I imagine that they're maybe in the double digits if they're not like well, public look, knowledge. Here's why this
0: cult is a bad. This is a bad cult. Um, not that there's any cults that are good cults, <laughs> but it's one of those where you like. This is a Shark Tank moment where I'm looking at their business plan and I'm like, yeah. okay, well, what is? How do you disseminate your Theories and your cult rules. Oh, we don't have any paperwork. You only can ask one old man who runs a furniture store about what to do and how things work. Oh, cool. So, like, how are you going to have cults in other cities? We didn't think about that.
1: Oh, FaceTime,
0: I guess maybe they yeah, Skype talk oh, well, a lot. Oh,
1: a FaceTime.
0: I don't know because there's not like in Scientology. Not that it's a good cult, but it's a replicable model. It's a franchise sure. kind of model.
1: It's this a is, pyramid scam essentially.
0: Yeah, I mean it's multi level Scientology. Yes, but in this situation that you gotta, you only have one person, and this is what you don't want, where you don't have a replicable model to <laughs> right. expand your cult. Because when
1: he kicks it. Then what do you do? Well, you'll get
0: one other person, but it, it like, because it was whatever, Don Knotts. Who was the first guy? <laughs>
1: who was the first guy who was in charge? Morris skates. Oh, Morris skates. I like to imagine, though, that it was Don Knotts. <laughs> Nip it in the bud.
0: Um, well, okay, so the first owner or whatever, the first inventor dies, and they just kind of pass the torch, like, man to man, but in this case, like... No matter what, there's only one leader, so that's sure. dumb.
1: And it'll probably be his kid, one of his sons Well, when he one dies. of them, yeah, one of them's going to inherit the furniture business. The and the other one inherits the
0: cult, yeah. <laughs> you know. It's even, kids. Yeah. I did my estate plan thinking about both of you. Oh,
1: Well, they claim that their teachings are rooted in 19th century England. Yes. And according to their teachings, the Wyis, which was a married couple in England— woke from the same dream and wrote down the karmic tenets and symbols they remembered. I'm just gonna say these motherfuckers were high.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. They were doing some kind probably shrooms. shrooms. Yeah. They were eating up some shrooms, doing whatever they're gonna do, and they woke up and they're like, I had the same dream. Yeah.
1: Before they even asked, Hey, do you have any dreams last night? They were just like, I bet we had the same dreams. It was the same dream. Let's write down everything we remember. And half of it, I mean it sort of is a buffet style Cafeteria style of other religions. Yeah, yeah. So their writings became the ideology for the light. And while the main tenets of the religion, and I did air quotes on that. It's a really good thing to do on a podcast. Yeah. Well, especially when you tell people you're doing it. <laughs> it it doubles down on the importance of the air quotes. Well, they seem to be karma, reincarnation, and the end of the human race. It's
0: the big three.
1: Yes, the the trinity. Uh, but most of their beliefs are kept a secret. Only Tom knows. Only Tom knows. There is no written scripture even for the members to have access to. Nope. All of the teachings are passed down by word of mouth. And it is understood amongst members that they are just to believe what they're told. And you can't take
0: notes at no. these Thursday
1: night meetings. It's forbidden for members to record anything or take any kind of notes during their weekly meetings. And they are also told to keep anything involving the light, including their personal involvement, a secret from any non-members. They call non-members no-nots, which is just kind of fun. That's so bizarre. Um <laughs> Also, that's, so so that's a no not thing to say. Uh, well,
0: excuse me. I'm trying. I'm not <laughs> trying to be such a no not. Um, so we were talking before the show about research, and there is like four or five articles written, but there is a blog that a person has written, and there's some. I'm going to share some items from the Please blog. Please do. Uh, Blogs are
1: always very
0: reputable. It's great because anybody can write anything, so you yeah, know you're getting true. the best information. Yep. Uh, it says that at at every meeting, there's a doorman named. I'm going to say Reagan, R-E-G-A-N. Regan or Reagan? Reagan. hmm I just like to think that his name's Reagan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funnier to me. Once inside, there are two assistants and seat people, so kind of st- standard church stuff, like you got some ushers. Yeah. They all live in the same house as Tom. Okay, well, that's a little different. <laughs> uh, Tom's wife, Tina, assists by handing out envelopes. Uh, there's there's no follow-up as to what's in these envelopes. Yeah.
1: Invitation to something or... Uh, Scratch off lottery tickets. Yeah.
0: In the coat room, there are often bags left by members to other members with their names on them. So like a little white elephant exchange. Oh, that's nice. And there are also those who head other meetings, such as the smaller groups on Friday for the elite members. Ooh. Tom's sons are in the elite circle. Of course they are. Yeah, of course they are.
1: Um, it's probably just Tom, Tina, and his sons. It's just a family dinner, and they call it the elite meeting.
0: Yeah, well, and also the the thing about not having anything written is that there are some, like, writings that the other um, leaders have left behind, but only Tom is allowed to have access to them, mm-hmm. and he's allowed to edit or change them at any point.
1: You know what this reminds me of as I was reading it? Huh. Have you ever watched on Hulu The Path? No, huh? It's not very good, but it's... Uh, the guy uh, Jesse from Breaking Bad, what's his Aaron something? Oh yeah, he's, he's in it. Yeah, he's super Aaron Paul. cute. Aaron Paul. He's like the lead in it. Um But this is very much how that cult operated too. Like one person had access to everything, and they claimed to like have the the writings and knowledge of the of the predecessor, and then you can just fucking say anything. It's like, like a Wikipedia. Well, entry. he told me before he died that. Uh, all women are to uh, be topless from the hours of 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. and uh, then service me however long I say. I mean, and then they're
0: like, oh, well, I guess if the leader said it, the leader said it. Yeah, exactly. And it seems like that where it's just like uh, you can just edit it however you want. But the – It's like
1: Wikipedia. Yeah. Anybody can write anything they want and we're all just supposed to believe it. Yeah,
0: you're going to get the best information.
1: Well, here's some crazy stuff that they believe – that's very no-not talk. <laughs> God. I don't like them. Due to the... Uh, so, and the re- reason we know this is because of members that have left the light. So they've since come out and kind of said, like, here's what uh, these people that claim to not be a cult but are totally a cult... Are doing. I, I will point out.
0: I don't know how you can prove something is a cult, except for I did read a Yelp review of oh,
1: congregation it's for the, the best life.
0: part of this whole thing. It's an extremely cult like. One star.
1: One star. That's why I love that someone took the time to write a Yelp. We need a just a specific page for, cult. for cults on <laughs> Yelp. Uh, that because you need to know. You know, because I bet like Branch Davidians would probably get like four stars for being. Uh, you know, more cultish than others. Well I was gonna
0: say what what is the cult or what does the star indicate is like better good, like think, you have a more replicable system. I'm all about the franchise model. Yeah. Scientology is the Chick fil
1: A of cults. I yeah. mean it is They've got clean. five stars. They've got a five star review from yeah. everyone. These guys one star. They don't know really they're, what to do. They
0: know their ass from a hole in yeah. the ground.
1: Yeah. So they believe the followers believe that here we go. <laughs> Just buckle up guys. Take it they are descendants from an Aryan super race mm-hmm. that once populated Atlantis. Black, yellow, and red races also existed, as did a blue race that was eventually wiped out. They also believe that we all lived on Can, the moon in I'm a previous sorry. life.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. The blue race blew themselves <laughs> <laughs> Aren't the people in Avatar blue? Yeah, and the people, the guy in the Watchmen's blue and Tobias Funke a lot of the time. Oh,
1: yeah. They're just, maybe they're um, never nudes. Yeah, they're never (laughs) nudes. Uh,
0: Can I just point out that anytime anybody thinks they're members of an Aryan super race, they're always very ugly and very dumb. Yeah,
1: and very terrible people. (laughs) Yeah, usually pieces of shit. Yeah, I like that they were like, but we had other races they, they were like, red, blue, yellow. It's like a, a toddler just decided to decide what kind of races were on this in underwater in fucking Atlantis. Questionable. So insane. So like, yeah. And, and then how did we live? Did we all have gills? That's how Atlantis worked, Christine. There's, is that? Do how how do they explain? You know how, not. I am a very no not when it comes to Atlantis. How did people? What is the explanation of how people lived? Oh. You, didn't, you weren't underwater. It was a city that eventually was flooded underwater. I thought it was fish people. Oh, man, I really don't know. There's a lot of holes in this idea. We're going to have to do an episode on Atlantis so we can answer some of these I questions. I have a quick question,
0: too. So, yeah. like, the, it's called the Congregation for the Light. The light of which they speak is like an astral plane that you eventually will descend to. And that when you sleep and dream, you are also ascending to this yes. light. Yes.
1: Yeah, they believe that, like, your dreams are essentially you, I guess, not in another dimension, but, yeah, on another, like, astral plane. And you can uh, fix things for yourself or learn, like, things that you need to work out. And I mean, which I guess... What does
0: it mean when Slender Man's in my damn dreams? My dog has to
1: save me. Probably that he's... Looking for you. I guess so. You God. do have you do have a heavily forested park across the street I from you.
0: I mad shit about him on the last
1: hey, He's over there. Probably. Just with his little binoculars. He's got eight <laughs> pairs of binoculars, one for each tentacle. He's just watching you.
0: Oh, I was at the Hannibal Burris show, and uh, side note, and on Thursday, and... He was talking about someone gave him a joint to smoke in one of the cities he traveled to. And he was mad because when he opened the joint, it was mostly tobacco and partially weed. And he had a picture behind him because he has this big projector screen. And he's like, this is so offensive to me that someone would trick me into smoking tobacco when I did not consent to smoke tobacco. It is more offensive to me than. And then he points at the screen and tentacle pornography was played (laughs) in Isn't that hentai? No, no, no. Hentai is just having sex with anime characters. This was like a lady, a real, like a a human, like a not as real, not a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (gasps) But I don't think the octopus was real because of the angle. But anyway.
1: I, and hope, it, I hope it wasn't.
0: And then he cut it off, and then it goes back to the joint. And then he's like, "Isn't this so offensive?" It's just, it's just as offensive. And he cut to it repeat. He cuts to tentacle pornography repeatedly. The people to my right were just not amused. Oh, it was a really. Good were they show, just though.
1: sitting there with their arms crossed? Yeah, with just a smug look on yeah, their
0: face. Just, like we came here because he's on Broad City, and we did not expect to see oh, pornography. Wow,
1: well, um, it was a good. They show, clearly though. haven't ever really done any research on.
0: It's like when him I'm,
1: as an individual comic.
0: Oh no! And it's like when I went to go see David Cross. He's like, if you came here because you think I'm the funny guy from Arrested Development, I'm so sorry. Buckle up, <laughs> you're right? Because he's It's very like aggressive. people that
1: go to see Bob Saget because like, well, he was so nice in Full House. You're like, get ready to hear cock more times than you ever have in your life, <laughs> your entire life. It is uh, when I first realized like how blue Bob Saget is. I was. Gobsmacked! I've been watching a lot of uh, Great British baking shows. so I was gobsmacked. gobsmacked. Is in my vernacular I was right absolutely now. Absolutely gobsmacked. I was absolutely gobsmacked. <sighs> okay,
0: so the light. Back to the light. We're yeah. accessing the light, and they believe that their 200 members are the only ones on Earth that have access to the light, and they discovered the light because through their many incarnations, they're becoming aware. Yes, and then this is the last incarnation, and the world's going to end.
1: And they also believe that all religions yes. started from the light, but eventually mankind became misguided and created corrupt religions that would only benefit the leaders. Yes, much like how does this benefit the leader? Oh, he's getting all this free labor at his furniture store in New Jersey. And a bunch
0: of uggo old men get to get married, hot oh, young gals. A bunch
1: of schlubs. Just <laughs> a bunch of slubs. <laughs> a bunch of slubs. Uh, They also do not believe in psychotherapy or psychiatry, much like Scientology. Oh, interesting. Do you mean like
0: uh, proven theories that could tell them like this crazy? I do
1: mean that, including like medication that can help people with legit uh, mental health problems Mm -hmm. and talk therapy. Oh, God. If a member has a problem, they just have to go to their leader, Tom.
0: Also, the great thing about Tom is that the reason why he's the leader, apparently there's these buzzwords they use, and one of them is Experience. Oh. And they're like, Tom has the experience. He has a lot of experience doing what? Uh, Making well, tables. It says it doesn't just mean your your cumul- or like your earth experience, like for how long you've been around, but it's your cumulative experience over how many lives you've had. Yeah. And so, and basically, they they kind of trick. It's one of those when we were going over Nexium, like there's certain ways that psychologists have developed a way to figure out how people get tricked into being in a cult. And one yeah. of them is the cult kind of tricks, kind of tricks you by convincing you that, that you're smart and that you're a problem solver and figure this out for yourself. Well, in this case, they tell them, you know, we're not going to force anything on you. We want you to figure these things out for yourself, except for the fact that Tom is the most aware and most experienced and the best. They're like, well, I mean, you have to have some faith too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So It's uh, any, anything that, isolates you from getting actual legitimate help there's a big red flag right there yeah because they're they're wanting to control you and if any of these people went to an outside person and was like well i don't know i guess my problems all started when i was down in atlantis uh, hanging out with the blue people and they'd be like whoa 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 Maybe we should back up a little bit. But
0: it's true if you come in and you're like, "Well, I had a dream that you know in a past life I was Desi Arnaz." They're like, "Wow, okay, yeah, you were," you know.
1: And Tom Bear thinks he was an Apache leader in his past life, which is
0: like such a white man dream. It's the saddest. It's like the cry of a white man of like, "Oh, was once a tanned warrior." And it's like you are a white man. Yeah, you're just a a pile of just mayonnaise,
1: mayonnaise and dust. (laughs) Uh, Karma also plays a big role. Members believe that they are constantly having to redeem themselves for mistakes made in their past lives. They believe that cancer and other illnesses are a result of karma and that your death is determined upon birth.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, that's... What? Yeah. (laughs) Well, fuck it then. You can do whatever you want. Yeah.
1: And it's like, oh, so... No matter what, I can't get rid of this cancer. Chemotherapy, what chemo schmerapy? <laughs> I mean, I, I've clearly I, I have this because I was an asshole in my previous life. So there's nothing I can do about it. It's it's really sad. I mean, when you break it down, uh, this part is also very sad. They are also told that if their child dies before the age of 13, it's because the child committed suicide in a past life. And that was just determined. Yeah. And I mean, but it's also basically like blaming it's, it's saying like you're, everyone is suffering because they made this terrible decision in a past life. Again, going back to like mental health, isn't a real thing. Just come and talk about your problems with good old Tom.
0: Yeah, and that's, the, that's what they were saying is that anything, you're supposed to run everything by him. If you have, like, mm-hmm. health problems, money problems, marital problems, anything, you're supposed to run by Tom. And he's a damn furniture salesman. Yeah, <laughs> like, 70, is...
1: he's got one foot in the grave, which he probably built. <laughs> and what It's a can... nice
0: pull-out sofa bed grave. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's got a trundle in there. Yeah.
0: Ugh. Yeah, you must call him about anything if you had to miss a meeting, go like, anything with scheduling. Who wants
1: to talk to anyone unless... They're your grandparents or parents that are seventy three years old about problems you're having in your life.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like I don't, I can't climax with my husband. He's like, well, in a past life, you were probably <laughs> exactly. a mud lady. Yeah. Um. Well, and also, like, you can only take vacations in August. Yeah.
1: Which I, just so, I couldn't find out why. Probably because he just he his, he hibernates for the month of August. So that's he's the like, only time everyone's allowed to do anything. He's like,
0: that's when my timeshare is. so yeah. I'll be gone. No meetings without me.
1: They also believe that when the end of the world comes, they will ascend to a planet called Nay and live in peace without gender or stomachs. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um kind of a fan of not having a stomach though cuz you'd probably get a lot more done not having to worry about like eating and so being hungry. So we don't hungry. eat anymore? Well, if you don't have a stomach, I don't know how you would. Eating's one of my favorite things. That's to true. Do. I mean, Maybe you can eat and you don't ever gain weight. Well, that's the
0: sign me best. Up. Yes.
1: <laughs> where, where do I sign? Where, sign me. What up. kind of lazy boy furniture do I need to buy to get yeah. involved with this? Um, so, all of that is very cult like behavior. However, there's even more cult like behavior.
0: Yeah, it sort of starts to get the more you dig into the light, the sort of worse it gets. Yeah.
1: So, ex-members say that the light is a doomsday cult. Young men are trained on guns and hand-to-hand combat to prepare for the end of the world. The date of the end of the world has been changed at least twice. They would tell them, oh, it's probably any day now, or, well, it didn't happen today, so it's probably weeks away. Oh, well, maybe it's months, and just keep changing it. And followers would put off things like getting dental work done because they were like, "Well, why bother? We're all about to—it's about to be the end of the world." So they're uh, sacrificing like personal hygiene and, and health. health and everything because they—they're told there's like no reason for them to worry about that. Because stuff. you're
0: all gonna—you're not gonna have a stomach anyway. Why do you need teeth? Yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that's why they're like, "You're—we're no one's eating. We're just gumming everything." Yeah. Who cares? I don't need teeth to eat my my uh, trolley uh, sour worms. Oh, or my my pudding cup. That's right. Corporal punishment is encouraged, and children are often beaten if they do not follow the teachings. They aren't allowed to play with any non-members. They're only allowed to be friends with pe- and other kids that are in it. Uh-huh. A 15-year-old that was born into the cult was kicked out of his home because he questioned the teachings and wouldn't throw away his Black Sabbath records. Oh, come on, man. Ozzy? I know. Like we were talking about last week. Like, parents wouldn't blame, like, Black Sabbath or Marilyn Manson on their kids being being rebellious and problematic when— could it be maybe that for fifteen years he's been raised by a bunch of fucking crazy people?
0: What uh, what would be like your deal breaker teenage oh, item that it's like, man, throw away your Black Sabbath record or we're gonna kick you out of Dang. the family? What was I
1: really in? Well, so how old was he fifteen? He was 15. Oh my god. When I what was is that a so- you're a sophomore in high school. This is
0: so I was a nerd. I was a big nerd. I was so into comedy and I was so into David Cross comedy, which is funny we just mentioned him. Mm-hmm. And I had his record. It was a CD cuz it was in the 2000s and it's his uh comedy album called Shut Up You Fucking Baby and it's one of the <laughs> fucking best comedy albums. I bet it's great. It's so good and I had the all of Mr. Show on DVD. I
1: don't think that's nerdy at all. That's that's awesome.
0: <laughs> and so if my if my family's like we're going to kick you out of the family or you get rid of david cross records i'll be like Absolutely. it was good to know
1: you honestly this is very embarrassing to admit it probably would have been something like dave matthews
0: you're like i will never come on from under the table and dreaming this is my life
1: Oh my God! Oh, I will march right with those ants out that front door. (laughs) No one understands me.
0: Um, (laughs) Only Dave understands. Only
1: Dave. Also, as far as comedy, I believe that was the year when. Adam Sandler's big CD came out. Oh, God. Is that the
0: one where he does the sketch where he goes, is this two people having sex or lifting weights? And the people will be like, oh, yeah, oh, oh. And someone's like, well, that's them having sex. And he's like, nope, they were doing dumbbell curls.
1: (laughs) I don't remember that one, but I do remember something about a goat. I don't remember that. Oh, man. Having sex
0: or lifting weights is one of the best, like, audio sketches I've ever
1: heard. I was at a baby shower not too long ago where one of the games was – there was all these different pictures of women with certain faces and it was, and it was porn or labor <laughs> and you had to write if the woman was getting in labor or getting, getting railed. Uh, I think I missed two. <laughs> You're like,
0: I know what a labor. Yeah. Is. I Yeah.
1: I was like, Oh, she looks way too happy to be in labor right now. <laughs> She's There's crying. No yeah. Or somebody would have on earrings. I'm like, Clearly, she's in a porn. There's Nobody no way. takes the time to put on like <laughs> earrings when you're pushing a baby out of your vagina.
0: Um, so poor fifteen-year-old so, kid. Yeah. So, but that's not the worst of it.
1: And his sister, his nineteen-year-old sister, was married off to a forty-year-old member because she was rebellious. And the brother is quoted as saying. She was a gorgeous 19-year-old, and they married her off to this schlub. So what we've learned from Nexium and Congregation for the Light is current modern-day cults just really involve a lot of hairy schlubs. Don't join. No. They have a bunch of men that can't really get women, and it's a bunch of just incels that can't Mm -hmm. get women any other way. So they join this cult because they're like, well— somebody's bound to marry their kid off to me because they're just as fucked up as I am. (laughs) It's just, ugh, it grosses me out. It's so gross. Even adults are not allowed to have friends outside of the light or marry non-members, and couples may not live together unless they are married.
0: That's, I mean, it's crazy to me. You can't even, like, have friends, but it makes sense in the cult. Wait, because yeah. you don't want anybody being like uh, that's what a are classic you? cult
1: move yeah, what are you
0: doing on Thursday night what do you mean you can't go watch the new episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine right
1: well I got this meeting but they would tell them you know if you think that one of your friends might be interested you can kind of start like feeling it out and planting some seeds and stuff and then maybe we can uh, recruit them as well we'll kind of see what happens yeah there was one woman I read about that that's how she joined As she was dating this guy. She found out he was involved and she was like, I got to find out what the hell this whole thing is about. So she joined, but she was always like, this is not, this is real messed up and kind of had one foot off the door the whole time. And they were engaged and they were supposed to get married. Well, that's
0: right. And the family was like, if you think you're marrying yes. my
1: son. They were they were all oh actually with the envelopes they were all at a meeting uh oh that's right everyone got handed an envelope but her yes it was bachelor style yes (laughs) she didn't get a rose and then it was a it was an invitation to a intervention where they were going to convince this guy not to marry her because and so she went to this dinner and she said before they could even order food the guy's mom was like if you think you're marrying my son you are insane and they told her to leave he wasn't allowed to speak to her anymore and within like two months he'd married another woman within the same my
0: hole. thing is, is i don't want to marry some spineless jellyfish like that Yeah, you know, that's no. like move and dancer. i like, also
1: that's a big deal breaker i was with someone and then all of a sudden they they're like hey remember in that past life when i said that um I was going to take out the trash, yeah, no, and I didn't. Yeah. I'd be like, well, back at that for a second. What are we What are we talking about? Why are you blaming everything on your past life? Yeah, job? yeah. Well, I'm sorry, babe. Uh, sorry I'm a cheating schlub, but in my past life, yeah. I was hurt so bad by women that I'm just atoning for it in this one. I have one. to. Yeah. I, that's a deal breaker. I wouldn't I, – I'm not the type of woman that would say, you know what, I'd like to learn more about this. Let's join. I would uh, say – don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> That's <laughs> excellent. We uh, don't say that enough.
0: You know what? We're bringing it back. Oh, I love it. Uh, uh, that, is, that is part of my cult teaching, though, is I do believe that at one point we had singular ass cheeks and that uh, God smited us in between. <laughs> That would make sense. That's just such a, that's such a uh, imagery laden phrase of the good Lord split yeah, you. Yeah. That at one point, it was just a solid hunk of flesh. It was one solid cheek. And God was like, oh no, I got an idea. Yeah, it's like. This is so good, you need to. <laughs>
1: What's even the reasoning for having two cheeks when you think about it? So the doo-doo can come out of the middle. Or I guess so. Well, I I was thinking it was like one solid cheek, but there was still a butthole. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I have to that's I feel like that's like a Bill Nye Neil deGrasse Tyson question of like what cuz Neil deGrasse Tyson always talks about how like the human body is so dumb cuz he's like why would you put a sewage system next to a
1: playground yeah yeah no what absolutely question. That makes no sense That's a good question. He's a genius and we shouldn't question anything that he says. And now let's join the cult the yes. the congregation of the yes. de, deGrasse Tyson. Um you mentioned earlier how Tom has to approve everything. Oh yeah. So he has to, if you're gonna take a new job, purchase a house, date someone seriously, an engagement, a marriage, any big like life changes. They have to be approved by Tom.
0: My question for Tom is, it's a little, it makes me think on The Office when Dwight's, like, has the key to the office and the backup key to the office. Yeah. And it's like, what, happened, what if something happens to you? You've been dead a long time by <laughs> then. Exactly. It's like, what arrogance that every, he, and also, what kind of micromanaging person uh, has to, why would you bring that on yourself? No. That someone's like, uh, Tom, uh, I'm a I'm a software salesman at, you know, HP, and I I think I'd like
1: to switch to Dell. It's like, fucking take whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Get the I- out of my office. I would be I would never want to be in charge of this call. I'd be so fucking annoyed by everybody coming to me with their little stupid problems. Well, I'm trying to sell re- recliners and sofas. Yeah. I do not have time for your problems. I don't need to know why. It's it's just like Maybe I've been watching just, a lot of Bachelor in Paradise lately. Yeah, you're very you're, deep. you're yeah, deep. I am deep. I, I so I had watched season five, then I went back and watched season four. Then I was like, you need to start at the beginning. So now I'm watching (laughs) season one. and You went back. I I had to go back (laughs) because I was just watching them like everything was getting spoiled because they bring Um, people back in the next season if, like, they don't find love. And uh so I'm like, well, I I already know you're in season five, so clearly this relationship for you didn't work out in season four, so – Tommy's go- watching old seasons of Survivor. I'm watching old seasons of Bachelor in Paradise. We're a reality family. Oh, I like it, though. Mm-hmm. You got you got something to do? Yeah, yeah. So, like you said, members are not allowed to vacation at any other time except the month of August, which is arguably the worst time to vacation. Yeah, whose idea was so that? it's so fucking hot. <laughs> That's his. He probably is probably by design. He's like well, nobody's going to want a vacation in August. It's so hot. And he's also
0: like, and if they go cheap places and they'll save money and they can donate more to the cult whenever they die.
1: Yeah. Members are also not allowed to move outside of the New York area because they have to be available for the weekly meetings. Uh, Women are discouraged from seeking higher education. And if they do attend a college, it has to be in New York so they can still attend the meetings. They
0: did say one of the girls got into Harvard and the parents – and someone goes like, oh, congratulations. And so she's going to go, right? And the parents are like, no, she's going to go to the community college because yeah. she still has to go to meetings.
1: Harvard versus a community college. My God. If you can get into Harvard and then that's taken away from you, again, don't let the door hit you. We're I would the run. Good Lord split you. Run. Run to wherever Harvard is. Uh, Where is Boston? it? Boston? Yeah. yeah. So – and that's why a lot of the – girls are married off at a young age is to prevent them from, like, leaving the area. Yeah, I mean, right after high school, they'll marry them off. God, that's so gross. I would never in a million years marry Ella off to anyone. I don't care how young or old they are. Let her choose. Yes. Or not choose. Or not choose. She doesn't have to get married if she doesn't want to. Speaking of relationships, Mm -mm. big homophobic cult, this one.
0: So if they weren't a bunch of shitbags already. Yeah. They think that homosexuality is a hangover from the Roman Empire. That's so crazy. That's so dismissive and heinous. Yeah,
1: it's heinous is a very another good, very lawyer word for what this is. It's a good.
0: I, uh, you may say it's a lawyer word. I say it's a Law and Order SVU word. Oh, that's,
1: that's sexually based yes. offenses are
0: particularly heinous. That and that's true. It's true, though. But this is a very heinous thought that someone's orientation, which is not a choice. You, I mean, and if it were, like people say all the time, why would I choose it? It's yeah. Especially, why would I
1: choose a very difficult life for yeah, myself? Yeah,
0: especially given, in this case, if you are homosexual, they, like, beat it out of you. Yeah. Your parents won't talk to you if you, like, if you follow your heart and what you truly are. And so it's horrifying to me that this fucking group of idiots would go like, well, you know, probably you just kind of got – maybe you're just kind of leftover Roman. Yeah. Maybe you're just a little Roman. You're just
1: scraps from the Roman Empire. That's fucking rude. Yeah. They're told that they have to leave their partners, and then they're forced to date people of the opposite sex within the cult. So not only can you not be with the person you love, but now you have to go on dates and and are forced to be intimate with someone that, like – is the, t- I mean, no, you don't want anything to do with that.
0: No, and also it's messed up for the girls that they have to go on dates yeah. or the guys that have to go on dates with the girls who are, I mean, it's it's not fair for anybody. No,
1: no. And so there's this former member, Paul Arthur Miller, and he's been very vocal after leaving, and he's currently writing a screenplay even about his experiences there. But he he's gay, and he said that, Well, when he was a teen, he was forced to work in Tom's Furniture Shop, Mm -mm. um, and he felt like an indentured servant. And then later, he was repeatedly singled out for being homosexual, and they forced him to break up with his partner and date women within the group. And he dated this woman on and off for years, and she's – I mean, clearly she knows why he's dating her. So, I mean, that's a mind fuck to her as well, and she's getting nothing out of the relationship. And then, uh, he said the last straw finally came and he finally left when he was out to dinner with a male friend and he saw that he was being spied on by other cult members and they approached him and were like, who is this man? Dropped some real homophobic slurs and he was like, I'm done. And his, I think his sister and one of his, his parents were in it and that, cause he was born into it. And They've eventually left, but his sister's still in that's Still sad. in it. I know, man.
0: It's like a betrayal, too, of your family members. Yeah. Like, they're persecuting me for who I am. And it's like, well, this is what I believe
1: in. Mm-hmm. I but mean, they only believe, believe it because they've been indoctrinated by and some brainwashed fucking, and brought up in this terrible culture.
0: By some Ottoman pusher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, and that, I mean, that's, you believe whatever you want to believe, but when it becomes harmful to, you know, people you love or just the public at large, I think that's whenever that's... The limitation on the freedom. Believe what you want
1: to believe, but don't ever force your beliefs on anybody else. Yeah. Don't let
0: negatively affect other people. No,
1: no. Speaking of negatively affecting and uh, home decor. Okay. This is so crazy. Maybe this was why he went into furniture salesman, so he could purposely push these uh, home decor knickknacks. They could only so members can only have owls. Or crosses with an X through them in their house. The owl represents, like, protection, and they believe it watches over them. And then the cross with an X is their greeting sign. So the only kind of home decor they could have were those things, which is a very limited look. It
0: is. It's a very limited look. And (laughs) they also – may I read you the following list of 18 items that they (laughs) – that they well, first of all, they think the book Pilgrim's Progress is about the cult, is about the light, and Hiawatha discusses the teachings. But they have numerous symbols that they think uh, are mean something to them. So, number one, the nut.
1: <laughs> Please it, elaborate.
0: Uh, it represents consciousness.
1: What kind of nut are we talking about?
0: Just busted a nut. <laughs>
1: Gives so you they have to have semen cl- all over no. their house.
0: It gives you clarity. No, this I don't know that this is decor or, like, decoration. This is just, like, symbols that they, like, point uh, out. Well, because like,
1: they do, the leader, Tom, tells them to look for symbols in their dreams and everyday life. Yeah. So these must be the symbols that they have to look for. Uh,
0: yeah, well. It's like
1: looking up your dream in a dream book after you have it.
0: Th- which I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe I'm closer mm-hmm. to... Uh, so, the next the next one is Squirrel.
1: Uh, so, we have a squirrel and a nut. It's just a squirrel that, trying to get a nut?
0: That's I was going to say, isn't that a song? It's your yeah. world and I'm just a squirrel trying to get <laughs> yes, a nut to yes. move your butt? That's the yes. Music Factory, yes, right? Yes, right. <laughs> uh, They also believe that Everybody Dance Now by CNC Music Factory oh, good song. Uh, represents them. No, uh, Squirrel represents a seeker trying to remember. A canoe represents traveling between the astral and physical planes. A Florida Lee. This blog that I'm reading just says what a prayer looks like, so maybe that like makes no hands, sense. maybe um, like what hands look like.
1: I uh, don't know. Uh, lotus cows. What does a lotus represent? Oh, it doesn't say. Oh, because I have a lotus tattoo. <gasps> Am I in this cold remember? Oh my god! And you knew the
0: little song lyrics earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. Cows, anchors, my favorite one, seagulls. Because they can eat filth from this life without becoming defiled. Oh, wow. (laughs) I can say that for certain. I was eating a hot dog on Navy Pier, turned my head for a minute, and a seagull came, snatched my weenie, snatched it right out. I was left with an empty bun. (laughs) You didn't even take the bun? No, it just took the wiener. took the best part. I know. Uh, Spades, something about seven sides and seven bodies. Diamond shaped. The color yellow, it just says the compassion.
1: This is so all over the place. The
0: compassion line. I don't know what that means. Broadswords. Broad swords. The warrior line, which many of the, oh, it's lines, like uh, what you are, like I'm a warrior, I'm the compassion one. So broadswords are for warrior lines, which many of them fancy themselves as members of. The color scarlet means wisdom.
1: Oh, wow, that's interesting because in other worlds it means you're uh, a whore.
0: (laughs) Clearly, they're not. No, no, no. Literary I think the arenas. two, the two are related because you know a lot. <laughs> that's true. You know, so you know
1: the way of the world. She's got a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe wood- that's the experience Tom has. That's what it
0: is. Woodpeckers, which means getting to awareness. An onk. Yeah.
1: What's an onk?
0: It's a uh, Egyptian symbol. Uh, oh yeah,
1: an onk is like it looks like a. I think it's the one that has like the cross with the loop at the top. Yeah, I
0: think so. Ivy leaves owls because you are watched from all sides even at night and poppies. So this is are,
1: a very random all over the place list. You
0: know, it's like when someone just makes something up. It's almost like there's no sort of uh structure to it. Yeah, and you can just add
1: things as you want, which the Paul Arthur I'm Miller also said <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over that. Paul Arthur Miller also said because like cuz he was around for like all three of the leaders uh-huh. that each one would have, like, their own spin and take on things and yeah. kind of their own agenda. And the the middle one that Joseph didn't, he just had a thing against TV and the Internet oh, yeah, and tried he just, to get it banned. Yeah, he
0: just wanted to ban TV. Yeah, so, It's the quickest way to get people to quit a cult, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. To They're take like, away their programs. Right, I already
1: can't be friends with people outside. of the, How am I going to know? And now I
0: can't even watch Friends. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Because oh, that's,
1: like, just that's another cult. Tool technique is isolation, and uh, that's just a brainwash technique. Oh,
0: absolutely. It's classic.
1: Yeah. So followers are told if they leave the light, they will be subjected to evil because they don't have protection anymore. And again, that's another brainwash cult technique of just... We're the only ones that love you. We're the only ones that can protect you. you if you will leave die. here, you're you're going to die, and you'll have nothing. You will perish. Yeah, it's just, it's real fucked up. What's also fucked up is where all their money comes from. So, the the leader Tom Bear, he's been quoted as saying. We're not a religion. We're what a church should be. However, they this is are... This a dumb
0: sentence because a church is not necessar- necessarily a part of a religion, but go ahead. Yeah,
1: it's also dumb because they're classified as a religion, and they have tax-exempt status because of that. I
0: have a question. Well, it's not a question. I did a little bit of research because uh-huh. I looked them up. I found uh, there's a place that aggregates nonprofits, and you can see under what exemption, and I... May have looked at the wrong thing. I don't think that I did. This is so. This is not an article. This is firsthand. I pulled a Christie. I did a little research. Oh, nice <laughs> for once. Yeah. No, I went and then I went and I looked up. You you can look up then what the taxonomy of uh, tax exempt statuses are. Uh-huh. And so I looked them up and it said that they were a in 1972 they got their tax exempt status. And I looked up under the NTEE, which is the National Taxonomy of Exempt Entities. And they're classified as a W-80. And when I looked up W-80, it said it was a public utility.
1: What does that mean? And
0: I looked it up because I knew you'd ask.
1: <laughs> you went down a rabbit hole on this I
0: one. was re- looking at a lot of IRS pages. It says, defined as organizations that provide gas, electric, water, sewer, and sanitation services and hookups. Oh, wow. So either I looked at the wrong thing or they are classified incorrectly under their tax-exempt status. So...
1: New Jersey sanitation <gasps> sounds very mob like. Maybe it's the mafia. Maybe this is a money laundering scheme.
0: It is. It's I very mean, Tony just,
1: Soprano of them.
0: People ask this question about Scientology. I think you actually have asked me this question about Scientology as far as like how can you ob- obtain taxism status as a cult? Yeah. Calling yourself a religion. And it is just because of the First Amendment that. Congress shall not establish – it's like the anti-establishment clause. They shall not establish a religion. So you can't ask the government, you can't ask the IRS to say definitively, well, Christianity is a religion. You know, Buddhism is a religion. Catholicism is a religion. But Congregation for the Light is a bag of bullshit. I read the Yelp review. You guys are denied.
1: (laughs) That should start being one of the – things you have to pass in order to get tax exempt status. Yeah, you have to
0: have one of those stickers that say people love our cult on Yelp. Yes, yes. Um,
1: Well, do you have to, like, fill out a form?
0: Yeah, 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 there's a form. I mean, any nonprofit, like, even setting up, like, a 501c3 or whatever, there's a couple of, like, different – it's like a check the box kind of thing, and you're – you know, you say we're an educational entity. We're a theater that does nonprofit stuff. We're a religion, and we're a political organization. And then you check that box or whatever, and you – it's fairly loose.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, could, like, an individual claim that they have their own religion to be tax-exempt, to just, like, get around having to pay taxes on stuff?
0: I think you would, like, you would at least have to have some uh, indicia of legitimacy of, like, in this case, they have meetings.
1: yeah. I and mean, they have a couple hundred members.
0: You know, they got meetings, they got members. And even if there's 10 or 20 members, or three to five members, you know, it's one of those, I don't know, that's a great question. That well, that would be a good, I like, think
1: we should have a Sinisterhood religion.
0: I think so, too. Let's all join, and everything is tax-deductible. Yeah.
1: And then um, then you can buy stuff not just on Tax-Free Weekend, but all the time. It, it,
0: it's every weekend.
1: Yeah, every weekend, weekend is Tax-Free Weekend when you have your own religion. <laughs> So 10% of their funds come from donations to their nonprofit. And the other 90% comes from when members die and they essentially pillage their estates. Okay. Crazy.
0: Not that I want to defend this cult. Okay. (laughs) However, it's very common In, at least in Dallas, let me just caveat that in my personal experience as a former financial advisor, a former investment advisor, I would go to these breakfasts that would be like educational breakfasts and either the Dallas Catholic Foundation or the Dallas Jewish Community Foundation hosts a delightful breakfast. The Catholic Foundation's breakfast had bacon, but Mm. the Jewish Community Foundation's had uh, lox and uh, bagels. Mm. Delicious, nevertheless. They had eggs at both. Great coffee at both. But... You go and there's a person there that's like, oh, estate planning techniques, and they do like legal education for lawyers, accountants, and investment advisors, and it's most of the meeting is it's the old bait and switch, right? Nothing is free, right? So it's not, I think I actually paid to go. They gotta easy. pay for all anyway, that bacon. Somebody's paying. No, no. So the whole point is that they're like, oh, you're an estate planning lawyer. You're an accountant that helps people decide how, where their money's gonna go when they die. Tell them to send their money to the Catholic Foundation. Tell them to send their money to the Jewish Community Foundation. Wow. And it's not like – it sounds cynical, right? But also, like, there are people who do not want their family members to get their money when they die. Sure. For whatever
1: reason. I mean, I think if you're, like, a devout Catholic or of any faith and you want your money to go to that organization once you die, that's totally fine and you're right. But when it's, like –
0: this is a bullshit non-religion, by the way. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But even then, if you're kind of coerced into, like, you know, they kind of convince you, like, this is the right thing to do before you even thought about that, then that's kind of messed up.
0: Yeah, it's and, and hopefully... Any of this is... Vol- I mean, it can't be volitional, right? Because it's a cult, I was going to say. What does
1: volitional mean? Like,
0: you do it on your own accord. Like, no one's forcing you uh, sure, to sure, do it. Sure. But well, they're, even not, they're this- not going into a lady with dementia and being like, here, hold right. your hand, and we're going to sign this paper Well, for I us. mean,
1: you'd have a power of attorney in that case, wouldn't you? Or an execut- executor of your will or something like that?
0: Well, I mean, you're, the executor of your will only carries out the wishes that are outlined in the will. So you would have had to write the will beforehand.
1: Hmm. And the power so how of attorney- do people that can't, I guess... Someone in their family or someone like goes to a judge and says they're not mentally able to carry this out on their own. So you mean like as far as
0: so there's like different stages. So you're alive and conscious, but you're goofy like you're like you and and here's the thing. The standard for being mentally un- like unable to care for your affairs is very high. Like, to get it taken away, like a guardianship or something, is super high. Like, you can have, there's been cases, in, at least in Texas, caveat, this isn't legal advice, this is just me remembering stuff from law school. There was a case where a guy thought that he was, uh, I think he thought he was Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, wow. Uh, and he executed a will, given all of his money to, like, his nurse. And he thought he was Teddy Roosevelt. And Did he they, have a nurse? Yeah. Oh, he had a nurse. Uh, And they get – they interview him and they're like, Mr. Roosevelt, do you know what you're doing? He's like, yeah. When I die, I want my money to go to that lady right there. And they're like, well, do you know what day it is? And he's like, ah, it's 1873 or whatever. Oh, and the whole thing with the mental capacity standard hinged on that he knew – that when he died, his money was going to that lady. It doesn't matter if he thinks that it's Wednesday or 1873 or that he's Teddy Roosevelt. He had the mental capacity to sign his will because he knew the effect of the instrument. And the same with, like, checks and stuff.
1: Now, now he could have thought she was a nurse in his presidential reign yeah he's like when I
0: was shot in the chest during yeah. my speech she saved my life I mean that's fine but it's like th- that's the because our autonomy as people is so precious courts are hesitant to like they're hesitant to take away your rights well that's because, good and just because you're in you're uh, irresponsible doesn't mean that you're mentally incapacitated sure. and I had a guy that wanted a uh, was a person asking just kind of like for advice uh, a long time ago and they were like well you know, my mom just likes to buy everything off QVC and, you know, she's spending down my inheritance. Like, can I get a guardianship? I'm like, no, dude. Like, it's
1: her fucking right. It's her
0: money and she wants to buy 30 vacuum cleaners. She yeah. can fucking buy 30 vacuum cleaners. Yeah. And it sucks for you. And that's when you go in and say, hey, mom, I love you and do you want some help? And maybe we can fill out this power of attorney and I can do things for you. But, like, you're you're allowed to be batshit crazy and go have your money and go give it to people. That's not it's where it, your right as yeah. a person. Yeah,
1: it's it's the courts are, are very hesitant. That's good. I'm especially glad to in hear Texas that. very hesitant to because when in. I go batshit crazy and try and leave the money I don't have to a bunch of cats, I want <laughs> everyone to say you're allowed to do. You this. know what?
0: And, and tell Ella calm down, sister. you you were never going to inherit <laughs> nothing anyway. <laughs>
1: Make your own way in this. Um, I probably, in this scenario, I also think Ella's a cat, so she's getting everything.
0: She is a very yeah, cute cat. She's a oh my god! She, what's she going to be for Halloween?
1: She's going to be a pineapple.
0: <gasps> I love it because
1: love it. what is the most common suggestion in an improv show? Oh my god, you guys! That's so inside <laughs> baseball. Pineapple, and so honestly, we saw a pineapple costume. And Tommy was like, oh, she could be like our suggestion. And then I was like, also, we don't have to dress up. We can just be ourselves and be improvisers, and she's our suggestion. What a
0: toy toy costume. But
1: then we also thought it would be funny if we dressed her up as Darth Vader and then she was an elevator. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> There was a very long pause between me finishing that and you reacting. <laughs> it, you know what?
0: It was like a, a machine where I picked up one idea and the other, and I stuck them together, and it was like... <laughs> and then I was like, hilarious. Oh, Just gosh. took me a minute. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So what do we think about this cult? I think they are definitely a cult. I await the film adaptation.
1: Yes. I can't wait to see Paul Arthur Miller, which sounds like a someone who should write a screenplay. already. He's yeah. in. I can't wait to see that. I think... It's creepy that, like, stuff like this still goes on. But, I mean, that's also naive and kind of ignorant for me to think that it doesn't. But you just don't... I guess I just wish... I hope better for humanity that we've smartened up over the years to where we can see through this kind of stuff but the reality is we haven't and we never will and this stuff will always exist yeah it's horrifying right yeah i mean i'm just glad that what i really hate the most are people that are born into this stuff and they didn't have a chance from the beginning and then if they decide to leave on their own accord because they smarten up they lose their loved ones. It's just a terrible... It's it's, it's a birth lottery that we always talk about when you think about, like, how lucky we are that we just were born into normal families and had good upbringings and have good lives and stuff. It's a total birth lottery. Yeah,
0: it really sucks. That just... There's a lot of horrible places that you could have been born other than the place that absolutely
1: playing. that's why I'm like everyone needs to chill out we're all welcome wherever because you did nothing to be- to get where you are Ex- it was oh, a total change yeah
0: this it's literally someone
1: rolled the dice yeah
0: yeah yeah I think so well I man. so I say cult
1: definite cult zero stars zero stars very cult like very. Yeah. Tall, like. uh, if you were going to give them a Yelp review, what would it be?
0: Oh, my God. Well, definitely zero stars. I would say uh, a disorganized cult with a lack of repeatability, replicability, <laughs> and a Dwight Schrute-like leader and not in the fun way.
1: <laughs> I think that's a solid um, – I want you to Yelp that because okay. clearly they already have a page. In they fact, do. and
0: they weren't smart enough to pay the 400 bucks that Yelp will take from you to take down bad reviews. Oh,
1: I didn't know they could do that. Yeah, also, they, yeah. I think you can't give zero stars. Can you, you? only one star? Yeah. yeah. One star the lowest. Um, I am gonna leave a Yelp review though. Only
0: if you, I think it's not fair to Yelp review things you haven't experienced yourself. Oh, that's true. So if true. you are a former member, I say get on there and get, yeah. get after it.
1: And maybe you had a good experience. You could leave a <laughs> a good review. And Tom from,
0: should be handing out envelopes with the URL to the Yelp page yeah. and telling people to bring up their review. Person he should have
1: good hearty breakfast. That might get a start. Ratings up a bit.
0: Yeah, they need had to be serving. you some eggs
1: and bacon and good coffee at these meetings.
0: Exactly. And you just trick people into coming with the promise of a good breakfast. Yeah.
1: If, if anyone is in this or has been in this or any cult, I seriously would love to hear from you. Please email us because yeah, that's free. Just, I'm always fascinated to talk to people that have experienced something like this. And if
0: you want to DM us on the Instagram, we both answer, and it's
1: very confusing. and great. <laughs>
0: so it's almost like being in a group chat, but you don't know which one's answering.
1: Yeah. You can probably... Just like with when we were talking about the Out Love Pass, um, that guy could figure out like who was writing the diary entries based on their voice. <laughs> That's true. If you DM us enough, you will be able to distinguish which one of us exactly. you're talking to.
0: Which one of us never uses punctuation or capital letters? Yes. Yeah.
1: Which one only types in caps? It's a fun game. So, DM us so we can um, we'll you can get to know skills. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout outs. I want to shout out my friend Lacey Pittman-Tamonic, who recently had the cutest baby boy that I finally got to meet yesterday. When she takes him on a walk every day, she listens to one of our episodes every day. It's a Lacey? So she's uh, making her way through. She's currently on OJ Part 2. Oh, go girl. And you, I was like... You, it you only gets some, better. I, that's what I said. I was like, the audio gets way better. And she's just the most awesome. Well, too. shout
0: out to her for having a baby. Yeah,
1: his name's Sutton and he is That's a good beautiful name. yeah, I really like that name. I went too.
0: to law school with a successful person named Sutton. Oh, so
1: well there you there's go. There's hope kid. <laughs> there you got there you a go. smart mom. I have no doubt he'll be successful based on who his parents are.
0: Uh you got any shout outs? Uh everybody that listens always yeah. Oh Marla, I she texted me about listening. My, oh nice. my childhood BFF. Aww. And also, I want to shout out my, my I say my wife, to clarify, I'm a single lady <laughs> for any of you single gentlemen out there. But my wife, Leanne, uh, she goes, I love you, and I'm sure your podcast is real good, but I don't listen because I'm too scared. It seems like it's spooky. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's not spooky. It's not spooky. But maybe someday she'll listen. I it was at this.
1: a birthday party for a one-year-old yesterday, and so many of our friends were like, I just listened to Slender Man or I just listened to uh, the Ben McDaniel one. And everyone was like so complimentary. And it's just such a good feeling to know our friends are listening to this and also enjoy what we're doing.
0: That's true. And if yeah. you uh hate something that we're doing, uh just turn it off. <laughs> Please don't send us some I don't care. Yeah, uh, don't email but us. But if you like it, just I love praise. So Yeah, we definitely love way.
1: compliments. We're very vain. So we'd yeah. love to hear that. We just
0: compliment each other almost constantly. Uh, all the time.
1: All the time. Uh also lastly wanna shout out my sweet husband, oh yeah Tommy. He does so much for this podcast and uh just our family in general. So
0: um any Tommy improv. Thanks, buddy.
1: He's the best. He taught you improv? Oh, he was. Level
0: three, yeah. Mm -hmm. And
1: level five, wasn't
0: he? No, Scriven. Oh, that's right. Level three, yeah. I had an all star teaching lineup. That's Um, nice. That's nice. But yeah, shout out Tommy, who's been editing the shows for us and helping us on the technical front. Yeah. And the best thing you can do to help us grow is to like, review, and subscribe on iTunes. And also tell a friend who you think would like us to check us out. Um, You can tweet about us, put us on your Instagram story or on Facebook. Share it with your friends and family members. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Sinisterhood Pod. And you can like us on Facebook at Sinisterhood. And Christy, where can they find you on the internet? They can find
1: me on the internet on Instagram at Christy M Wallace and on Twitter at Christy or GTFO. And mine is
0: Instagram Heather versus the World. That's Heather VS The World. And then MCK versus the World uh,
1: at on Twitter. As always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy. Sinister